Ah, here we are again. It's episode 158 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. Welcome to the show. My name is Trevor Lee, and on this week's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you five top tips to help you become a better, more successful, more confident salesperson. Whether you're a salesperson and that's all you do, or whether you're within a company and part of your role is to do sales, or whether you're a business owner and, well, you are in charge of sales as well. So five top tips coming your way, which will you'll be able to implement very easily, but they will help you become more successful in sales. Now, just before I get to that, big shout out to everybody who has supported my 44 at 60 campaign. So for those of you not sure what 44 at 60 is, on May the 22nd, this podcast is going out on April the 5th, so that's less than seven weeks away, I'm going to be running 44 miles on the Cornish Coastal Path from Lizard Point to Land's End in aid of the Children's Hospice Southwest. The event is called the Classic Quarter because it's a quarter of the compass. And I'm going to raise £100 a mile. And so far, I'm well on target to do that, which is amazing. And I'm, I'm just so pleased. And so thanks, you know, to everybody who has donated through normal just giving, you know, just giving me some money or has come on a masterclass or has, you know, hired me for their company to deliver one of the masterclasses I've been running to raise the money. So at this stage, had six masterclasses planned, four have happened, two left to go. So if you're listening to this soon after it's released, then on April the 13th, which is a Thursday, I think. Is that right? Is that a Thursday? No, it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> 4 p.m. in the afternoon, um, I'm going to be running uh, Better Presentations, uh, Better Virtual Presentations Masterclass. And I'm going to be sharing with you over 60 action-packed minutes how you can become a better virtual presenter. And you have to become a better virtual presenter now because we've all had 12 months of getting used to the idea of doing more virtual presentations. In fact, only doing virtual presentations. And, you know, most people are okay at it. But in 60 minutes, I'm going to convert you into being from okay to really good. So I'm going to share with you some really great stuff that will really convert you. And you can take away, you'll get an ebook, you'll get the slides with some grids on you can use, you get all sorts of stuff as well. And it's £44 for each place or each seat on the masterclass. And that entire fee is going into the fundraising pot. And then on the 29th of April, I'm doing one on converting more sales pitches or winning more sales pitches, converting more sales proposals. Again, 60 action-packed minutes. Again, it's £44. Now, you can find out all about these events on my website, Trevor Lee Media, and go to the page that says 44 at 60. Or just Google Trevor Lee 44 at 60 and um, you'll find me. You'll find me. It's has become relentless <laughs> this campaign, but my goodness me, it's it's so worthwhile. I get such a great sense of, you know, every time someone books a place or sends me a donation, it's a great feeling. Um, so you know, if you want to add to that great feeling I'm getting, then do book yourself or your colleagues in. Now, if you're a company and you think, God, it'd be great, Trevor, why don't you come along and deliver the whole thing for us? Well, when I say come along, we'll deliver it virtually. But I've done that for a few organisations, so. Get in touch with me uh, on LinkedIn or via Trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk and we'll fix that up um, so that I can come along and deliver the, the masterclass for your organisation, for your people. And, uh, and you know, we'll, we'll sort out a fee and all that sort of stuff. And that will go towards the, uh, you know, the, the fundraising pot. 
So I'm hoping to bust my target, which is £4,400 UK sterling. Getting very close to that already with seven weeks or just under seven weeks to go. So all I've got to do now, of course, is do all the running as well. (laughs) Ah, well, you know, there we go. Right, let's crack on. So I promised you in today's podcast five tips to help you become a better, more successful salesperson. So I better give you those five tips, haven't I? Right, number one is be proactive. All right, simple as that. You know, we've got two choices, haven't we, in business? We can be proactive or we can be reactive. And I suspect most people in business are reactive. You know, the phone rings, there's an email pings in or social media pings in or something, I don't know, and we're on it. Yeah, or we hopefully we're on it. But how proactive are you? You know, how, how are you making things happen rather than waiting for them to happen? So if you want to stand out and you want to be a more successful salesperson, you've got to be proactive. Now, that doesn't mean making tons of cold calls. Far from it. So proactive can be simple things like calling your regular customers, having more conversations with your regular customers. It's about creating opportunities and, well, more like seeing them and then creating them. So it's about getting involved, you know. So, you know, for example, if you're on LinkedIn, instead of pressing like, you know, place a comment. You know, like is easy. Everybody does that. No one really takes any notice of who presses the like button. But if I've placed a post and you want to you want to get on my radar and you put a nice comment in there about it, you know, rather than just, oh, thanks for that, Trevor. Oh, that's good. You know, put something interesting. Maybe end it with a question so I have to respond to you. That, you know, that is being proactive. It's just going the, well, not the extra mile. It's the extra minute almost, isn't it? And, you know, virtual networking. How, how, how much virtual networking have you been doing? I was at a networking event last week. I nearly didn't make it. I couldn't get the link to work the night before because I was... I couldn't quite work out whether it fitted into my diary, but then it did. So it would have been easy not to go. But in the end, on the morning of the event, I contacted the organiser and said, look, I really want to come along to this. Can you get me in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sent me the link. And guess what? I came away with a couple of people who uh, booked onto my <laughs> fundraising masterclass. Fantastic. So the other thing about being proactive is, you know, we have to now be more self-marketing. You know, I think if you've got a marketing department in your organisation, Great. But they can only do so much. And, you know, they're not necessarily, I I doubt they'll be doing marketing for you. So do your own self-marketing. And that's, you know, putting stuff out there that, you know, doing your own videos, writing your own articles, doing your posts, putting your comments on there, being a speaker, whatever it is. But you will get noticed. So think like an entrepreneur rather than a member of your company and you will be more successful in sales. So that's number one. You've got to be proactive. Right. Number two is get better prepared. Okay, so every time you have you know an interaction, especially with a prospective new customer, you should know more about them than they do. You know, don't don't you know if you if you were to contact me and you wanted to do some business with me and you started asking me questions that I knew the answers were very obvious from my website, I think you you are you you've done no preparation for this. You've not put anything into it so far. All you're doing is ringing me up or calling me and or contacting me and hoping that you know I might I might you know show some interest in you. But you, if you'd have done your homework and you would know about me and you come to me with stuff that I think, wow, you've really done some research here, then it pushes you up the pecking order massively. So do your homework. And it's so easy to do, isn't it? You know, there's websites, LinkedIn, YouTube, whatever it is, podcasts. So, you know, know your prospect. And also when you're preparing for that call, whether it's with an existing customer or a potential new customer, 
you know, think about the questions and the concerns. So what questions might you get asked? What questions are you going to ask? And what concerns might the person you're having the conversation with have around what you're thinking of or hoping to talk to them about? So be better prepared. It will make a huge difference to you. That's number two. Number three is, and I've already alluded to this because I was talking about my masterclass earlier, but hey, come on. Now is the time you've got to be able to deliver better virtual sales or pitches or presentations or whatever it is. So you've had 12 months to get used to the idea, all right? Now you've got to up your game. Stand out. Stand out in your sector, your industry, your team, your company, whatever it is. And it doesn't take a lot to do it, apart from coming on the masterclass on April the 13th. (laughs) Hey, that was a neat segue to unplug, wasn't it? But no, seriously, you know, practice, use the kit, you know, learn, read stuff, listen to podcasts like this, you know, go on training courses, whatever it is. But just get better. Because if you think, oh, well, it doesn't really matter, Trevor, because, you know, we're, you know things have got to change. Well, they may do. You're still going to be doing virtual pitches and presentations going forward, for sure. I did some work with a company last week, I think it was. And um, normally 100% of their interactions, their, their presentations, they were doing some training, training presentations, if you like, with their, with their customers would all be face-to-face. And they've got a new set coming up and 95% of it is now going to be online. So I'm working with them to coach them on how to deliver these virtual training sessions. So it doesn't matter whether it's a virtual meeting or, you know, you're speaking at an event or, you know, you're presenting to investors, whatever it is, you've got to get better at doing it virtually. Okay, that's number three. So work on that and come on that, come on that masterclass on April the 13th, 44 at 60. <laughs> it's a win-win. You get some great ideas and great skills and the local children hospice benefits as well. There we go. That's enough plugs for that now. Right, okay. <laughs> right, number four. Now, this is a, probably an obvious one, really. But again, I think we've got to just review it. And there was I'll tell you a little story about something that happened to me uh, very recently, which reminded me that this is so important. So number four is be better at listening than talking. Okay, and uh, particularly if you are, well, if you're a salesperson, definitely. But if you're you know, part of the company where you're not a salesperson, but your influence on sales. And I'll give you the example. Uh, One of my clients uh, is looking to make some changes to their website. So 18 months ago, hired a web developing company. Great. And then, uh, you know, working on a new spec with the same company to make some changes. And it's quite a, you know, quite a chunky old changes. It works out quite a lot of money. So we had a virtual meeting, uh, three of us effectively from the company and the web guy. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, well, well, we'll nail this in 45 minutes. But the web guy just kept talking and talking and talking and talking. And he kept saying everything about four times. And frankly, we were all getting very fed up and bored. And he didn't realize but he was getting further and further away from actually getting an order because he just did too much talking. You know, he was pretty, you know, I mean, he probably knows his web stuff really well. But the way he tried to interact with his customer was poor. I need to get him on the virtual presenting course, don't I, as well? But so think about it, you know, do more listening than talking. It will make a difference. Don't talk too much in sales and know when to shut up. And this guy didn't know when to shut up. He just kept, you know, I think, oh, I was thinking, oh, great, he's going to shut up. And then he'd start again. (laughs) And when it's on a virtual call, of course, you can see everybody else in a small virtual call and you can see their reaction. And he didn't pick up that either, you know. So he just went rambling on and 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 on. Right, don't do that. Don't do that. 
Okay, so be succinct, you know. If you can say something in two words, then say it in two words. It's a bit like, you know, again, if I talk about presentations, don't put 50 words on a slide when two will do. Don't have 50 slides when three will do. So, you know, come on. We live in a fast-paced world. Let's not, you know, bore our customers. All right, that's number four. Right, number five, and this is an old favourite of mine. In fact, this was the thing I learned most when I first got into sales about 100 years ago. And it's simply this, is offer your buyer choice. Okay? doesn't matter what you're offering, whether it's an accountancy service or a new fancy-dancy product or whatever it might be. Give them some choice. And it doesn't, you know, what I mean by that is because if you've got one product or one service and that's what you put in your pitch or your proposal, you're basically saying to your prospective client, hey, this is it, so what do you think? Take it or leave it, yes or no. And as a buyer, you know, we love to be thinking we're in control, don't we, as buyers? Buyers do. Buyers want to be the all-powerful, I'm the buyer, you know. I'll decide, thank you very much. Well, if it's take it or leave it, I've got one choice or not, you're, you're, you know, you're danger of pushing the bias, you know, towards the answer being no, I don't want it, thanks very much. If they're wavering, they're going to say no, okay? Now, if you give them three choices, all right, then there's a very good chance that they might waver on one of them, but they might like one, and they might decide they like one more than the other two. And hey-ho, guess what? You've nearly got an order organised then, as long as you don't talk too much and mess it up. <laughs> so, give your buyers a choice. And you'll say to me, oh, Trevor, that I can't. how can I give them a choice? This is what I do. Well, you'll find a way. I don't mean you have to give them extreme choices. So, uh, you know, your core offering, and then just tweak it twice. Maybe once up, once down. Yeah, so you, the one you want them to pick is the one in the middle. You know, it, that's another thing about psychology of choice, isn't it? And three, don't give them more than three. If I line you up with 20 things to choose from, you're never going to choose any of them. So three choices. It could be around dates, times, volumes. Okay, price could come into it as well, but you, you know, you'll think of something. But if you just lay it out, option one, option two, option three, hand it over to the buyer, you know, in my uh, first days as a salesperson, I sold advertising on my local paper. And I knew nothing about advertising when I joined the paper. I knew nothing about sales either. But what I did learn quite quickly was that if I took three ideas around and plonked them down in front of my customer, because you know this was the days when you had to go and see people because there was no email or anything like that, um, they would choose one of them invariably. It was very rare. They said, oh, I don't like any of these, Trevor. They would usually say, oh, that one's, no, I like that one. Could, could, uh, could I take a bit of this one and put it in that one? I'd go, yeah, absolutely. Which bit do you want? And then they'd start drawing on it, and we got a sale. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That's my top five tips for you. So number one is be proactive. Number two, so make things happen. Don't wait for them to happen. Number two is be better prepared. Do your research. Get your questions ready. Number three is get better at delivering virtual presentations. Book yourself on that masterclass. Have I mentioned that before? Number four, be better at listening than talking. <sighs> Don't be like that web guy and just go rambling on and on and on and you know, just scare the customer away. And number five, offer alternatives. Get inside the head of the buyer. Give them the choice. Give them the power. Say, hey, look, it's up to you to decide, not me. I'm not going to, you know, you decide. You're the buyer. You're the all-powerful buyer. Right. One value. One, one value. One, one final one. Give it, I gave it away then. Right. Number six, little bonus one for you, is don't underestimate the value of yourself. Okay. People buy from people. So people buy from you. You are vastly important in this whole process. If I don't like you, 
that's going to decrease my chances of selling to you. If I don't trust you, I'm probably not definitely not going to buy from you. So think about, you know, remember, you are a valuable asset to your customer, to your company, and to yourself. And sometimes we forget all these things. You know, we forget how good we are, how knowledgeable we are. You know, what a great, you know, what a shining light we are when we talk to people in, you know, companies, uh, sorry, customers and things like that. So don't underestimate how valuable you are. Right, that's it. Those are my five top tips plus a bonus one. Now, don't forget 44 at 60. (laughs) It's at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. So if you're listening to this in the States, guess what? You can come and join. That'll be fantastic. Google me, Trevor Lee, 44 at 60. You'll find out. You'll have great fun. They're action-packed. You're going to love the masterclasses. You're going to come away with loads of tips and ideas. So thank you very much for listening. Oh, and don't forget, if you do like this podcast, then leave a please leave a review. That would be amazing, you know. It's great getting a review, especially a nice one. <laughs> okay, I've got some guests lined up soon. If you'd like to come on the podcast and be a guest yourself and you've got something really good to share, then, you know, get in touch. I am being a bit picky about who's on the podcast at the moment because I, I get quite a lot of people wanting to come on and I, and I just think a lot of them just want to come on and shout about themselves rather than share value with you as the, value, as the listeners. So that's why I'm mixing and matching it. So you're going to have to get through my very intensive interrogation system to get, get yourself a slot on this podcast. <laughs> right, that's about it for this week. Thanks very much for listening. Cheers now.